Yes, we are live, gorgeous. Happy Goddess Temple Sunday. You're on with Aviola. If you are watching this at another point in time, you want to come play with us live Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook and Instagram at Aviola TV with a replay on YouTube. If you're just joining me for the very first time, welcome. I am the founder of womanifesting.com and the goddess of Paris miracles and manifesting law of attraction retreat. Come with me to Paris to manifest your power and your desires. Yes. So let's get this party started. Good morning, Goddess Allison, Goddess Melissa, Goddess Norma, and DMR Dell, and everyone else who is watching. Today, we are going to be talking about spiritual ways to deal with rejection, getting over rejection. Now, what kinds of rejection am I talking about? That you can have rejection, romantic re rejection, of course, when it comes to love and relationships. You can have rejection of your ideas. Why so many people, everybody that you talk to is like, I have a book in me, but they're scared to put the book out because they're terrified of rejection. It can be rejection in a business sense. You got fired or you're scared to get fired or you're scared to invite clients into being able to work with you. That is all fear of rejection. It can be, um, you know, dealing with a primal rejection, which most of us have in our lives. Yes, Goddess Afu is in the house and Goddess Daphina. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So why do we want to learn how to deal with rejection, how to overcome rejection, how to leap over rejection? Because it blocks your blessings. Thank you for the hearts. Rejection blocks your blessings. Type that in the comments so that somebody later on can see it and remind themselves and know. Hello, self-care goddess. Rejection blocks our blessings. It blocks our manifestations. It blocks us from asking for the things that we want in the world. It blocks us from showing up fully, fully, fully. Now we're human. We all love adoration and acceptance and affection. That's why I'm all basking in the hearts. Like, yes, thank you for the hearts. <laughs> My Leo self drinks that up. But if you live long enough, if you do anything other than, you know, sit basically on your cute pink sofa, if you leave your house, at some point in time, there are ways that life is going to reject you. And that is okay. It is a part of life. So let's talk about how to deal with it, how to turn rejection into a gift, any kind of rejection, and how to emerge from it stronger, more beautiful, more powerful, and standing fully in your grace. Does that sound good? Yes. Thank you, Goddess Kim Renee and Goddess Afua for putting it out there. Rejection blocks our blessings. Type it in the comments. Yes. Oh, thank you, Goddess Melissa. Let me share that with the audience. Goddess Melissa says, if no one has told you today, you are beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so let's get started. And I love that because I used to close my video saying, if no one has told you today, I love you. So let's put that out there too. Yay. <laughs> now, before we get into rejection, of course, we've got to get into some gratitude, right? So right now, I want you to close your eyes if you're in a capacity or situation where you are able to do so. Take a deep breath. 
and let's hold hands around this global sisterhood on the full moon in this beautiful flower, full moon energy that is all about releasing what no longer serves us and realizing that we are only in service of one energy, one powerful, beautiful, healing, eternal energy. And we bring it together to say, Mother, Father, God, thank you so very much for bringing us together here in this sacred sisterhood. Thank you for bringing, helping us to find, to manifest, to create each other, to create this circle, to create this blessing of knowing how truly blessed we are, magical we are, special we are. Thank you for letting us know that there is no business, no person, no situation on this planet that could ever really reject us because we are perfect and we are accepted by the only force that matters once we open our eyes, yes? Yes, and thank you so very, very much for continuing to keep us, to guide us, and I ask you, as always, to show me the way. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? Take a deep breath and we receive it in your name. Claim it. Amen. Ashe. And so it is. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, good. Let's get into this conversation. I was having a conversation with a beautiful client of mine and we were talking about why she was not, you know, wanting to even like have conversations with potential clients or put herself out there in any way, shape or form. And of course we came to the source of it, which was rejection, fear of rejection. Like I already said, rejection blocks, fear of rejection blocks your blessings. Now, let me share with y'all. I'm not coming at you from on high. <laughs> I am very skilled in the fear of rejection and all of its many faces. Picture this, like Sophia would say on Golden Girls. <laughs> Picture this, New York City, 2008 or 2009, all right? When I had written my first book, which is a novel named Dare, pick it up anywhere um, you buy books, right? Someone had had all of these wonderful, you know, um, aff affirmative, you know, thumbs up reviews that people gave me. And then on this one site, this book club site, um, I can't remember what it was called, uh, but this woman wrote this scathing review and was like, you know, this is supposed to be, she, this says that this is a literary hip hop novel and the prologue is too long. Prologues are not that long and this, that, and the other and da, 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 and rip the book to pieces. Okay. Now, do you think that I looked at all of the other great reviews saying, wow, thank you for telling this story. Thank you for writing something that's just for me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. No, I looked past all of those <laughs> and zeroed in and focused on this one woman saying, I hate this book. I hate everything it's about. I hate what you got going on. At least that's how I took it. Maybe that's probably not what she said, but I took it as her saying, I hate you. I hate your mama. I hate your mama's mama and all of them. 
<laughs> we cancel and reject that lovingly, of course, right? <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for the <laughs> for the uh, the that's not Blanche. What's her name? Yes, that's the same one. Rose Nyland. Somebody posted a rose gif. All right, so that's how I took it. Now, did I just sit with that and be like, okay, let me move on. This woman doesn't like me. She's one woman amongst many. Who cares? I don't know this woman. No, y'all. No. I wish I did because that would be a much better story and a much more respectable way to present myself. I found the woman. <laughs> yes. I don't remember how I Googled her and found her. I don't remember if it was maybe it was LinkedIn. She was not on social media. I think I think like Twitter and like a couple of other things were the only social media at the time. She was not on the social media I was on. So I found where she worked, <laughs> which I must have been LinkedIn. Somehow I found her job or maybe, I don't know, whatever. I called her. I called this woman at her job. I called her at her job. And lady, if you are watching, I'm so very apologetic. And I said, hi, this is Abiola Abrams, the author of Dare. <laughs> and the lady hesitated, of course, for a second, like, wait, what? <laughs> because of course we don't think of a person on the other side of a book or a person on the other side of a TV show or a person on the other side of whatever. But yeah, everybody's people. And I said, yeah, hi, this is Abiola. I'm the author of Dare. Yeah, so I just read your review on, um, <laughs> on that website, and you said A, B, C, and D about my book. Y'all, okay. <laughs> and so I just wanted to talk to you about it because in case you don't know, Reviews like that hurt the author. They keep people from finding my book. And I'm a black woman like you're a black woman. Now, I made a bold assumption that she was a black woman from her name. I don't remember her name. But yes, I have a black name. If you meet an Abiola nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10, but I'll give you nine, they're going to be a black woman. So I said, as one black woman to another, I wanted to talk to you about this. <laughs> yes. Now, the woman didn't, it didn't go how I thought it would. I thought that she would say, oh my goodness, you're a real person. I apologize. I secretly love you. I secretly love your book. I'm going to write a better review. Yes, I'll delete it. She said, yes, I wrote it. Basically, yeah, I said it. <laughs> I said what I said. Yes, Coach Russ, I did. Yes, she was like, yes, I wrote it. Your prologue was too long, too long. Your, um, your characters were, you know, musing on and on about different things, but there wasn't a lot of action happening. And um, your book said on the back that, you know, blah, 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 but that's not what happened. And so, yeah, you know, I could see where a lot of people would like it, but I didn't. Now what, right? Now I'm on the phone with this stranger <laughs> who I called up, I'm bothering her at her place of work to talk about my book. 
And I said, yeah, I, I fully understand that. I fully understand that. Now I'm getting into English lit with her. Well, a prologue can be this or that or the other until I realized this is crazy. Like, what am I doing right here? <laughs> and she said, well, if you would like to talk about it further, she said, because I do like you and your work. I just didn't like these things about your book. If you would like to talk about it further, um, I can call you when I get off work. Now, at that point, I realized it was crazy. I realized I did not need to have further conversation with this woman. <laughs> and I said, no, I thank you. I respect you for, you know, thank you for purchasing the book. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Um, and I look forward to connecting with you in the future. <sighs> All right, so, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about how to spiritually deal with rejection so that you are not acting like a crazy person and realizing that you are safe and it is safe to be safe and you don't need to confront other people who reject you, whether it is in a business sense or personal sense, that you don't need to be afraid of putting your ideas and putting yourself out there because it is okay for hum one human person to say, hey, it's not my thing. It's not my job. I'm not into it. I'm not feeling it. It's all good, right? And so why does rejection hurt so much, hurt so bad? So as a, an official geek, I went on a finding mission for you and found out that when they put you into an MRI, they put people into an MRI and asked them to describe what it felt like being rejected, a situation where someone broke up with them or a situation where they were fired. Or I don't know if they had somebody talking about somebody left a bad review on their book, but I could have provided, <laughs> I could have provided that part of it. Right. And it turns out that a rejection and emotion, the emotional pain of someone saying to you, I don't want you, I don't want your book or I don't want your speech or I don't want your um, your services. I don't want your business. or I don't want your love, whatever it is, registers on in our brain as physical pain. We, re we read that our body takes it, even though it is an emotional pain and no one did anything to us physically in this instant. Our body, our brain, our beautiful reptilian brain that we have reads it as physical pain. Says, ouch, that hurts. It hurts the same as if someone hits you, hurts you physically, makes contact with you. Now, why would we be evolved in order to feel things in that way? Well, it makes sense because, you know, way back in evolutionary beginning of our times, if your tribe rejected you and put you, your perfect little self, you know, as a little one out there in the world by yourself, you wouldn't survive. So our brain reads rejection as not being safe. We read rejection as rejection of us, that something is wrong with us, right? The times when I've been fired or broken up with or this conversation with this woman, in our heads, we read it as, oh my goodness, I'm ashamed, I'm broken, I am, um, 
I don't matter. I am weird. I am odd. I'm different from the group. It is a root chakra issue, a root chakra issue. And many of us have had primal rejections. How do I define a primal rejection? A primal rejection is where a caretaker, a parent, a family member, either intentionally or unintentionally rejects us by abandoning us or being physically present, but being emotionally absent or dying, things beyond their control. So either intentionally or unintentionally rejects us. Let me know in the comments if you have had a primal rejection at the hands of a caretaker, either intentionally or unintentionally, where you made it mean with the capacity that you had to understand at that time that something was wrong with you, that this is happening because something is wrong with you. Yes, Instagram, all of us, all of us, we all have, most of us have experienced some kind of, even your well-meaning parents or loved ones or grandparents or whoever, all of us have experienced a primal rejection that we then take to mean, okay, I have to stay safe, I have to stay acceptable, I have to stay in this box. But again, looking at the people who are here, you know, for example, Goddess Afua, oh my goodness, a voice sent to us from the angels. If Goddess Afua is not able to overcome her fear of rejection or challenges with you know not wanting to be rejected then she's not going to get her music to us she's not going to get her voice to us coach Roz, the starting over at 40 coach right a lot of us want to start over at 40. well coach Roz is not going to be able to get our gifts to us if she's not able to present it and sell her tickets and share the value that she adds and be able to approach other people or approach the venue and have conversations so we got to deal with this in a real way not the way that we used to deal with it back in the days. Let me know in the comments if you were ever raised in a way where people told you to get over it. Let me know. Because <laughs> in New York back in the days, if you had an issue, people would say, put an H on your back and handle it. Real talk. Put an H on your back and handle it. And maybe they are still saying that, but that is no longer relevant for us in our lives and our evolution and growth. And so instead of put an H on your back and handle it, I am saying put a rose quartz in your bra <laughs> and let's handle it a whole different way. Goddess Afua says, absolutely both intentional and unintentional primal rejection. Thank you for sharing. And she said, and it hurts in all the ways yes beautiful goddess Alyssa says when i was six and my mom died i salute you goddess thank you so much for sharing that yes unintentional and intentional rejection goddess kim renee says yes and i never liked it goddess chancellor's mom says an absent bio dad yes I salute you, my sisters. Yes, for me too, for all of us, for every single one of us. And again, like when my parents were having stuff, I didn't say, well, that's them and that's what they're going through. No, I made it mean things about me. I said, okay, well, something is wrong with me. There's something wrong that I'm doing. I am somehow causing this. Somehow I am inadequate or inept, okay? But that's okay because now, we get to make a different choice. We get to reparent ourselves and we get to rise and realize that rejection is a gift. Rejection is a gift. Let's continue to affirm that. Why? 
because no one can reject you anyway. Nobody can reject you. No human really made you. So no human can really reject you. Yes, you came through your beautiful sacred mother's birth canal and you were made of your mother and your father, but that's not from whence you came, right? <laughs> so let's get into it, okay? So I wanted to share with you that it's real physical pain so that you know you're not making it up. You're not like, you know, falsely thinking like, oh my gosh, it is scary to put yourself out there. It's scary to put your art out there. It's scary whether your art is your voice, your words, your gifts, your, your, your services, your coaching, whatever it is that you offer. Yes, because your brain is reading it as physical pain. So number one, you want to acknowledge your emotions. Treat yourself with kindness. Forgive yourself. Grieve if it's a loss like a, um, a breakup or um, being fired or something like that. Grieve those past rejections so that you can move on. Goddess Allison says people tell you to get over it, but don't tell you how to get over it. You know why? Because they don't know either, <laughs> right? They don't know either. So put a rose quartz in your bra and let's go. Number one, like I said, acknowledge your emotions and treat yourself with kindness and compassion. Someone put that in the comments. I treat myself with kindness and compassion. The total opposite of get over it. I forgive myself. I forgive myself for not knowing how powerful I am. I forgive myself for making myself wrong in situations that have nothing to do with me then or now, or even if they did have something to do with you, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgiveness is the greatest release, and especially in this full moon energy. Number two, think about that primal rejection and what you made it mean what you made it mean, and maybe what it really means. What are other meanings possibly for it? You know, maybe Goddess Alyssa, you know, as you know, as we know as adults, but we're not speaking to our adult minds. We're speaking to the little one inside of us that's saying, why did that happen? You know, so Goddess Alyssa, of course, you know that your beautiful mom would have done everything to be here with you if she could have right? Or the beautiful goddess who said, you know, her uh, goddess chancellor's mom, her an absent biological father. Maybe he knew that he was so flawed or he felt so flawed and broken that he didn't want to expose you to that. And maybe in all of his infinite wisdom, him being there would have been more damaging than his absence. He didn't know how wonderful and perfect and special you are, or maybe he did, and that's why he didn't want to expose his energy to your beautiful and perfect and incredible energy. What if our parents were just adults like us at the ages we are now and didn't know any more than we did and did the best that they could? And yes, maybe it was not what we needed, but it was maybe what they needed. And maybe they would do something different today, but it is what it is, what it is, what it is. And we take it and we realize that it's a gift because it's what brought us to this point. It's what made us as magical, as special, as enough, as alive, as vibrant as we are. And how incredible. And so we say, thank you. Thank you so much for that lesson. Or maybe like I shared the other day that you and your beautiful soul, when you came into this world said, oh, I want to teach self-love. I want to teach self-care. I want to teach evolution. I want to teach people how to find their power. And the greatest power of all that is that, okay, if you want to teach self-love, let me teach you self-hate. If you want to teach love, let me show you what it's like to be abandoned so that you can speak from your heart and be able to give a true testimony to those who are needing you 
on your journey. Yes, 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 yes. Treating yourself with love and compassion and making, realizing that there could be, should be, is an alternate meaning from perhaps what you made that primal rejection mean. So number three is, as we've been saying, seeing rejection as a gift. How can it evolve you? Ask, how can this evolve me? How can this make me, you know, um, bring me closer, bring me more into alignment with my path rather than veer me off of my path? What is the gift in this? Number four, now, something that salesmen and um, pickup artists <laughs> have in common is that they see rejection, they let rejection excite them. They see rejection as, oh, one more no brings me closer to an, a yes. So if it's in terms of your business or putting your gifts out there and someone says, mm, I don't want it, cool. That's a blessing for them because now they get to move on to somebody else that they will like right? The woman saying, hey, I don't like your book. Cool. That allows her to move on to a book that she likes. That allows her to be able to move on to something that she likes and make space for people who are going to want and appreciate it. So how can you let rejection excite you? Whether it's romantic rejection where you say, ooh, Woo, thank you so much <laughs> for taking that away from me, whatever it is. If I don't see it yet, I know it's a blessing and I trust it is. Or if it's a fear of rejection of putting your gifts out there, put it out there with the, sac the sacred intention of, ah, this is going to attract all of the right people. You know, let it be, let it, you know, if it is, if it's for me, bless it. Whether it's a client, a book, a service, a relationship, it's for me, bless it. If it's not for me, block it. Let that be your declaration. Let that be your intention. Let that be your prayer and your magic. If it is for me, bless it. If it's not for me, block it, right? And so think about that, like that every possible no brings you, brings you closer to your yes, to your yes. And that is you trusting that life is unfolding and happening for you and embracing that fundamental truth that you cannot really be rejected. You can't be rejected. If life is for you, who dare be against you? You, you woke up today. You opened your eyes today. You cannot be rejected. So number four, let it excite you. Number five is embracing that fundamental truth that you cannot be rejected, that you are magical, that you are powerful beyond measure, that you are incredible, and that life is happening for you. Embrace that. That is the fundamental truth that, again, no human really made you. So no human can really reject you. And here's the thing. We cannot control other people, nor should we want to. They're all on their own evolutionary journey. They're all on their own path, their own trajectory. So when we know that life is working out for us, then we know, ah, okay, thank goodness that that person went away or that opportunity went away or, ooh, thank goodness for the freedom from releasing that job or that client or that situation. So now I can do what I am meant to do. Now I can do what I'm here to do. Now I can show up as, you know, as me in my most powerful and incredible form. Yes. Do we receive that today? Is that what we are receiving? Yes. Take a deep breath. And we want to release 
all guilt, all shame. That is the lowest vibrating energy, the lowest vibrating energy to know that we all did the very best that we can, the very best that we can. My mom is in the comments saying, Goddess Abiola, I apologize to you, your sister and brother for unintentionally making you feel rejected. Very, very sorry. I love you guys very much. I'm so proud of you all. Blessings and love. I received that, mommy. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much, mommy. And I also say to you, my loving mother, who I love with my whole heart and soul, I forgive you for any rejection that you are perceiving. And I also forgive myself for making it mean for not knowing that you couldn't reject me to begin with. Because I love you as much as I love you with my whole heart, soul, and being. I am perfect. I am incredible. I am eternal. I am a force of nature, like every single goddess who is here. You are perfect. And for you too, mommy, you are perfect. You are enough. You are amazing. You are enough. You are powerful. And you are a force of nature. And if a life be for you, who dare be against you? So I appreciate that. And I accept that. And I love you. Love you, love you, love you like curry and roti <laughs> but you did not do it you lived your life for all of us we live our lives the very best that we can we do the very best that we know how and yes we'll hit a few bumps along the way we'll break a few hearts along the way we'll hurt a few people along the way but that's a part of the journey Know that you did, thank you for, for, for whatever rejection that you are perceiving, because without it, I wouldn't be my full and perfect self. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for helping me to be the woman that I am. And for all of you, I share with you my mom's energy, whether you ever hear it or receive it from your own parents or loved ones at all, I share with you her beautiful energy. Take her, her energy of her asking me for forgiveness or apologizing to me. Take that for yourself. Because we can take and accept an apology whether it is ever given. Ah, we can take, feel, and accept an apology whether it was ever given. Feel it on a cosmic level right now. Feel it on a cosmic level. You are safe. We are safe. And it is safe to be safe. You are safe. We are safe. And it is safe to be safe. My mom says accepted. Your mom, all of you, your dad, your that primal energy says accepted. You are safe and it is safe to be safe. Yes! <laughs> are we going to have a beautiful week? Do you receive it? Let me know in the comments whether you are watching this in the future, the past, or the present. Do you receive this today? This is going to be an amazing week. I'm so very excited for you. If you want to learn more about me and my work, if you're joining us for the first time, head over to womanifesting.com or goddessofparis.com and let me know what amazing things you attract in once you release the fear of rejection. Yay! <laughs> 
Amen. A women, Ashe. And so it is. Have a beautiful, beautiful week, goddesses, and the enlightened men who joined us. I see you too. Bye. Namaste, 